Hey everybody, here's some fun facts. The population in Thailand is 63 million people. It is twice the size of Wyoming. None of you know stew like I do. I can't even tell you what we've been through because we made a pact. What I can tell you is this. This is not Stu's first marriage. Come have a drink with me and the guys. Go and do me a favor. Take my little brother Teddy with you. That is a great idea. Bring the kid. All right, one drink. You did it, buddy. Sure did. Cheers. 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 You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Sequel Remix. This is episode 317. I'm Mark, he's Mike. I am indeed Mike, and you are indeed Mark. Yeah. Once again, uh, recording in quarantine. This is just the new world order. This, this is what people do uh, going forward for the rest of our lives. You know, we may be imposters. We may not even be the real Mike and Mark. No one mm. will know. Yeah, I'm trying to think of that. Uh, I mean, movies must have done that, right? Where like, uh, it, it, this is like a, this is a Wesley Snipes, Omar Epps situation. Yeah, just a com- just a switcheroo. Yep, they got they got a sound alike, and uh, no one no one knew the difference. <laughs> Have you done any uh, Zoom hangouts, uh, uh, game nights uh, via via the Zoom? Like all these uh, um, uh, cooler people than us seem to be doing on social media. No, no, I have not. Um, probably because I've not been invited. Yeah, and also I I don't think that's something that I would do anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My wife and I we, we did a uh, we did a Zoom um, just a Zoom video chat with uh, uh, a friend uh, a fr- friend of ours and uh, you know it was nice you know talk to him for about an hour catch up see how everybody's doing and then uh, that's how he ended is like oh we gotta do like a game night I'll, I'll set it up that was three weeks ago I haven't heard back so I don't know if I'm doing a Zoom game night anytime soon yeah you I mean, can play you can play code 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 names through zoom so that's fun that's true i think the uh my my thing is like uh just text me <laughs> yeah yeah oh so yeah uh we're and we're like day 50 or something and this this is our i believe our fifth episode in social distancing uh, what have you been watching? Oh gosh, so I gotta. I'll start with the the weird thing first. Um, for the nerds out there, so there's a there's this video game, Mark. It's called uh, Darkest Dungeon. Okay. And it's a massive hit video game. It's it's this is really unique kind of game. I don't want to explain because I'll have to go into the mechanics of it. We'll be here all day. Yeah. But on, on YouTube, there's this really cool documentary about the creation of that game and the, um, the designers and, the, and the, the founders of that company. It's, you know, it's about an hour or 15. But, yeah, it's just a documentary, well, really well done, produced, high, you know, high production value. Um, so if you're interested, if you if you play Darkest Dungeon or you're at all interested in game design, video game design, that's that's a really cool documentary to check out. So that's the super nerdy thing I watched. And then um, classic movies I watched. Uh, I watched a movie called Fallen Angel. It's a 1945 uh, starring Dana Andrews. And I don't know if you know who Dana Andrews is, Mark, but Dana Andrews is like the best. Like, okay, I'm not familiar. There's like there's Humphrey Bogart, and then there's Dana Andrews. Like those two are those are my top two guys. And Dana Andrews ended up being a major alcoholic, and it kind of like ruined his life and career because people just quit working with him. But Fallen Angel is just one of just a real cool movie that he's in. Um, and then another 1945 movie, a classic movie, huge hit, Mildred Pierce. Um, starring Joan Crawford and Anne Blythe. Awesome movie. Um, well known. I highly recommend anyone watch it. It's 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 really good. Really kind of relaunched Joan Crawford's career. And, and uh, I think she won an Oscar for Mildred Pierce, actually. Um, and then newer movies I watch. And I think, 
I mean, I, I think you may have seen this. Um, Good Boys? You've seen Good Boys? I, I have, yeah. Okay. I thought they did it like a month or so ago. Yeah, so we watched Good Boys, and uh, yeah, it's, it's okay, you know. I don't remember if, if you were positive on it or not. Let me see. I I have my my uh, uh, my ratings, my 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 checklist open. Good Boys watched uh, February first out of a five star rating. I gave it two. Yeah, yeah. I'd say I'd say I'd put it more of a three out of five. Okay. Uh, mostly just because I got through it, and it's it's just you know kids cussing. What, you know, yeah. that's cool. Um, I did watch Extraction, Mark. Okay. Um, Extraction's a good movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Like, uh, I'll just I'm glad you liked it because I've been movie. thinking a lot about Extraction. It's just a good movie. Awesome yeah. action scenes. Um, acting is fine because there's so much action, you don't. You don't need acting. It's it's a relentless film. Um, so that 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 may that that may be the best Netflix straight to Netflix I've seen. Hmm. And, I mean, I've never finished The Irishman, so I can't give a fair assessment <laughs> of that. Yeah, Irishman is a better movie. I'll, okay, I'll yeah, uh, you got your marriage story that. Uh, just trying to think they're Oscar noms. Oh, yeah, Marriage Story is good. Marriage Story I never saw Roma. Okay, yeah, I think I'm just forgetting about all these movies that are Netflix yeah. movies. But as far as, like, the the big blockbuster Netflix, I Extraction might be better than Triple Frontier. Oh, it's it certainly is better than Triple Frontier. It, Triple Frontier had that lag, like, in the middle. Yeah. Maybe towards the end, where the, this doesn't. This is just, this is what I want out of an action movie. Yeah, it's, it's pure, it's pure action. Yeah. Is it has it been out enough that we can talk spoilers? It's not really a spoiler, it's just my favorite thing that's ever happened in an action movie. And I'm talking John Wick, I'm talking Arnold Schwarzenegger, any action movie ever, which is I'm just gonna do it. Okay. Chris Hemworth beating up little kids. That's my favorite thing that's ever happened in an action movie. <laughs> I love that. Adults beating children. His his look of disgust as he just like bare palms kids in the face is my favorite thing. Is it bad that during that scene I'm just like you gotta kill these motherfuckers. <laughs> They're gonna come back and haunt you. That's you know, and that's a line you wouldn't cross because he was just like tripping. Like he wouldn't even do a, a closed fist punch. He just just like these slaps to the face and like tripping them. Yeah. Slam their finger in a car door or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then I watched another. I guess it's a straight to Netflix movie. It's a foreign film called The Platform. I've seen that advertised to me. Holy crap. What a trip. What a trip. It's totally worth watching. It is, it's such a original kind of, gosh, I don't even, is it a sci-fi? Is it a thriller, a psychological thriller? Mark, you, you got to check this movie out. It, it's nuts. It's so nuts. Um, you know, don't do it right after you ate dinner. Give it a little time. It's kind of, it, it's it's got some uh, some gore. Um, okay. Not 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 crazy gore, but there's some gore. And um, but wow, I mean, I was just like, this is a this is a cool a cool concept. And they, they and they did a good job with it. I. I also recommend you watch it. Uh, for some reason, when I started streaming it, it was in English and okay. overdubbed in English. And the the language is close enough that I'm like, there's just it's just like the audio seemed a little off. Um, but then I like, oh, this is because I didn't. I was like, I thought this was a foreign picture, and it is. And so, um, I highly recommend you just go to subtitles, and because the the performances of the of the the, the real actors are so much better than the overdubbed yeah. stuff. Well, and you know, in in a, in a year when Parasite wins Best Pictures, 
think we can do it. Yep. I think we yeah, can. Just, you can watch, you can read the subtitles. And I've never had that happen. I don't know if there was a, a setting uh, on my Netflix account that changed. Right, where it just up, starts it. Yeah, an update. Um, but I watched like the first couple minutes. I was like, this is, I thought this was in Spanish. That's good you found it though, because I feel like I would have given up. I was just like, oh, I can't do this. I can't watch this dubbed over. And yeah, it, just it was, never, never gone back to the platform. It was just a little off. Like the English speaking matched up with with the movements, the the the, the lips and stuff, pretty close. But it was just enough off that it was like I got I had to I had to do a little investigating on my on my app and see what was going on. So yeah. Yeah, the platform. Pretty cool movie. I think the originality really is worth checking out just to, to see what's up with that. Um, I don't, and I don't want to talk more about it because it's just fucking nuts. So yeah, that, that's where I watch. What, what have you been watching the last couple of weeks? Nice and short. Uh, I so I have this um, not a new segment. It, 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 it's part of this segment uh, since we are a guide to sequel remakes. Uh, I was thinking about adding this as a weekly question is what of what you watched, what would you what most likely would you like to see or what would you most like to see a sequel or remake of? Ooh, uh, but I mean, you watch a lot of recent stuff. Yeah, I'd probably like to see a I wouldn't mind seeing a sequel to Extraction. Yeah, I, I, I feel like they hinted at one kind of at the end, but I'm not sure. Yeah, and that's a movie, you know, just because it does come out on Netflix. You know, that's not, that's not a movie like I followed up on or read about, but that definitely seems like if Netflix kind of wanted to get in, like, does Netflix have? I mean, I know they had like the deal with like Sandler, and so you had like those like six Sandler movies. Um, I don't know. Have, have has Netflix done like a sequel? I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they've done a straight sequel. Yeah, I mean, this could be there. This could be there. Um, they're, they're John Wick franchise. Yeah, there, it could. It could. I I'd mean, like it's, to see that. it's got some promise. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched. Uh, I feel like this was like kind of a slower week uh, for me. Uh, I don't know if I talked about last week, but I finished the show Dave on FX, and I, I really enjoyed that show. I was very happy to see it got renewed for a season two. Uh, if you like, if 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 you like rap and uh, uh, comedy, I think I a funny show. Uh, uh, and I've become a fan of Little Dicky as a rapper. Um, so enjoyed that. I think uh, oh, we're in season two of Parks and Recreation. Uh, uh, we're like two episodes away from Adam Scott and Rob Lowe showing up, which is where I feel like the show really takes off. Yeah, the show, it grew a lot when those guys showed up, for sure. Yeah, and so that's kind of, I finished The Office, and now going through Parks and Rec. That's kind of just my throw it on, watch like three episodes while you're making dinner, cleaning the house kind of thing. Yeah, that's that's my uh, that's my Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah. Yeah, yeah you got your Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, I am almost through my Friday the 13th marathon, or, or wa- watching the entire franchise. You're trying, uh, huh? Yeah, so I've gone through seven. Uh, I think I'm gonna watch eight. It's Friday, so many uh, movies. Jeez. Jason Goes to Hell is not on Amazon Prime, so I think I'm just gonna skip it. And same with Jason X. So I think I'm just gonna stop at eight. So I got one more to watch. Uh, I don't know, man. I think them. you're gonna get through with eight, and you're gonna you're gonna want to see this thing through. If I remember right, and I saw Jason X when it came out, because I came out when I was like in high school. And Friday Thirteenth or uh, Jason Goes to Hell. I want to say those last two movies are. Oh, I know Jason X is not good. <laughs> I want to say people also say Jason Goes to Hell is really bad. Uh, maybe I'll watch eight and then I, I'll watch the remake because uh, uh, in two thousand nine they had a Friday Thirteenth remake. Maybe, maybe that's where I'll go right was to. Was that a Rob Zombie remake? No, I don't think Rob Zombie did it, but it was it was in that era. I think Halloween had just come out. I think they did the. Uh, I don't know what came first, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which we did for the the show. If you want to go back and listen to that, um, we did an episode on the Friday or the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. But it was it was that same time they were just kind of remaking the the, the classics yeah. or the those eighty slashers. Uh, the, yeah, the big franchises. So doing that, um, uh, watched. I, I wanted to do a double here. Uh, I, I, I came up with a theme, much like we do on the show. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a great two-night event. We're going to watch 
My Cousin Vinny, which you did, and it's great. My Cousin Vinny is a great movie. It's it's still funny to this day. Uh, you know, Joe Pesci. I, I didn't finish The Irishman. He's great in this. And he's great in the first part of The Irishman, and I wish he would have done more uh, in his career. Uh, Marissa Tomei is a delight every time she's on screen playing that. Like uh, she has that real thick. Uh, I don't know where they're from, the Bronx or uh, Brooklyn. She has that yeah. thick accent. It's great. Uh, great fish out of water story. And then I was like, so we're going to do that. And then the next night, we're going to watch A Few Good Men. You cannot rent A Few Good Men anywhere. And I wasn't ready to buy A Few Good Men digitally for $20. Yeah, that's kind of uh can't rent that anywhere, huh? Yeah. Well, you can't rent it on Amazon Google or Vudu. Maybe they have like some. Maybe you could do it on like Apple Movie or something. But I don't. I don't have that app. So uh, yeah, you know, I think we're kind of spoiled in the, in the, the days of streaming where you just think, oh, for two ninety nine, I can watch any movie. Yeah, it's just I, I just it's it's there. Like I I, ha- I do the Fire TV, the, yeah, the Fire Stick, and I got like you know six streaming apps on there. And if uh-huh. something doesn't show up, I am in shock. Yeah, and so you know, and we've come across this on the show where like we couldn't watch the original Dawn of the Dead. Right. Uh, Thank goodness, A Few Good Men didn't get a sequel. Otherwise, we'd be in the same boat. We're like, (laughs) I can't spend twenty dollars on A Few Good Men. Oh man, you want me to FedEx my copy over to you, Mark? Yeah, maybe. You know, I might. Uh, Although I feel like the 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 double feature night has passed. Yeah, the time. Yeah, the time has passed. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna say, Mike is a mini. Thumbs up. Uh, A Few Good Men. That movie sucks. You can't find it. I don't know. Is it good? I, I don't know. I haven't seen it in like 15 years. Maybe it's maybe it's really bad. We'll never know. Um, I threw on a, a you know, here's another double feature I, I may end up doing now that I, I realize these movies are, are kind of related. I, I've been seeing an advertisement for uh, I believe it's called The Way Back, that new Ben Affleck basketball movie. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, he's like yeah. a, a alcoholic coach. Yeah, and uh, you can now rent it. You know, it's, it, it, so it was released to the, that that theater to VOD, so it was like twenty bucks. But now it's just a, you're straight three ninety nine. That's a good price for a rental. Um, I didn't realize it was written and directed by this uh, man named Gavin O'Connor, who did a movie I really enjoyed called Warrior. So I went back and watched Warrior. Is that the Tom I Hardy? That's the Tom Hardy uh, Joel Edgerton um, MMA movie, yeah, and it still holds up. Yeah, it, it's great. It's a little long, uh, but that whole final tournament's like an hour of the movie. And once they get to that, it, it, it just cooks. It, it, it just goes. Um, yeah, that movie holds up. Still, Warrior is great. Um, so as as I've shown by going back and being able to find Good Boys, I, like a nerd, track all my movies uh, for, for the show's purposes, and I'm using air quotes, and, and I give them a rating. And I have 92 movies on this list, Mike, that I started tracking. It doesn't include movies we watch for the show. So 92 movies I watched on my free time to, uh, and I have advertisements for, I gave my first zero, no rating for this movie. It's not the Irishman where there's no rating. This is a, I went on my way. I said, this is a zero. Oh man. I watched 1996 biodome. <laughs> that movie is uh, the worst is the worst movie. It is not funny at all. I used to watch this as a, as a kid. Uh, I was like, oh, Bio- Biodome, that would be fun. I think Earth Day just happened, right? A couple uh, yeah, months. pretty recently. Yeah, so I was like, oh, and it was on Amazon Prime. I was like, I'm going to throw them Bio- and And it is, it is a quick, like, I think it's under an hour and a half. Uh, so I threw it on. I said, like, this will be a perfect 8 o'clock movie. And uh, it's bad. It's really, really bad. I, I actually fast-forwarded through a lot of this movie. I so that that movie I've seen that movie one time, Mark. Yeah. In eighth grade or something. And I hated that movie so much. Even at that adolescent age where I should have laughed my sack off. Yeah. I absolutely hated that movie so much. And I've never understood the people that oh, biodome. Yeah. Um yeah, nineteen ninety six, so I would have been Let's say when it came to, to, you know, cable, I would have been 12. And I thought this movie was really funny. I was like, oh, it's probably not that good, but there's probably still some laughs. No, there, there's not. I, I would go as far as say there's not a single joke in this movie. Uh, 
there's no plot. There's really no purpose. Polly Shore is not a likable person in this film. Maybe in other films, he's great. I, I don't want to go back and watch Son-in-Law because I don't want that to be ruined for me. But I'm <laughs> guessing that these that this run Polly Shore had is they're all bad. Yeah, I'm kind of like that with uh, In the Army now. Oh yeah, that's another one. Right at that time, right in that Polly Shore window. Yeah. Um, like I love In the Army now, but I'm afraid if I watched it again, I would just it ruin it. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so skip Biodome to cleanse my palate. I actually started this. I watched the movie for two days, but I, after Biodome ended, I had to start another movie. Uh, and so I watched uh, 1974, uh, Chinatown. Jack Nicholson, Roman Polanski directed. Uh, that's a great – this controversial, Mike. Chinatown, greater than Biodome. Ooh. Oh, you're going to get some hate mail, Mark. I might, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I watched Chinatown, and uh, that's a great movie, and it still holds up. Yes, it does. Yeah, I, yeah, you'd watched that recently, right? In your, uh, I think was it, this part of Noir Alley? I, I feel I like we talked Chinatown recently. I don't know if it was on Noir Alley, but I've I've seen it within the last year or two, at least. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what I watched. And to answer my own question, uh, remake or. Um, sequel is the plot of biodome two slackers get stuck in a science experiment could that be remade maybe <laughs> I, you know i don't know i don't know who our polish i don't know who today Polly shore is but uh, i don't know could dane cook do it who is today's Polly shore yeah Polly shore he was a stand-up right I'm assuming he was a stand-up at some point. Is that why he was famous? Um, You know, just because I'm watching a lot of uh, Parks and Rec, could Tom uh, Halliford and John Ralphio get stuck in a biodome for 90 minutes? Yeah, it'd probably still be a bad movie, though. It'd probably be bad. Probably be bad. But it would probably be just as annoying as um, Stephen Baldwin and Pauly Shore. (laughs) But in a more likable way, where like I watched this movie, I was like, "Oh, these are just not good guys." Yeah. So yeah, that's what I go with. Or give me another Friday the Thirteenth, but you got to put on Amazon Prime if I'm gonna watch it. Is Stephen Baldwin one of the Baldwins? He is. Yeah. There is a famous Baldwin. Uh, I don't know which one it is. Uh, but I, Stephen I, 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 Baldwin. Adam Baldwin. Alec. Stephen. Um, uh, Alex. Stephen. I don't know the most. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he's another yeah. one. Um, yeah. I'm looking at Willie Baldwin. He has quite the acting career. He's working. He has a he's a IMB that's just from '89, working in Born High. Um, Willie Baldwin. So he's he Born with a Lot, Troll Affairs, Flatliners, Backdraft. I mean, those are all movies I I'm familiar with. Yeah, Internal Affairs. That's a yeah. I remember that one. Backdraft is classic. Yeah. Uh. Oh, he was in, uh, William Baldwin was, uh, he played the TV de- detective on those, uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall ads. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and, and he was the uh, tennis instructor in the squid and the whale. So that's, that's, that's William Baldwin. And then, uh, and then Danny, Danny Baldwin, um, man, they all look like, Al- they all just look like bad versions of Alec Baldwin. They, <laughs> they all look alike. Uh, so Danny Baldwin, you know, he was in. Uh, so he starts off. I mean, he was in. You know, just these are just movies I'm familiar with. He was also in Born on the Fourth of July, Harley Davidson in the Marlboro Man, uh, Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman. Uh, oh, that's Mulholland Falls, not Mulholland Drives. Uh, and then he gets to a lot of movies I'm not the most familiar with. He was in John Carpenter's Vampires. Uh, I saw that once as a kid. Um, he's still working though. These guys all got uh, IMDb's that go into uh, 2019. Gotta, yeah, man, you gotta put those kids through college. Yeah, so yeah, the the the, the famous Baldwin family. We we wish them well as as we do all. Clan Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, yeah. So. 
You know, I was trying to think if anyone in the movie we just watched came from a famous family, but I don't believe they did. These these guys all did it on their own. Yeah, these guys, these are original gangsters. Yeah, we watched. Uh, oh, let me pull. Oh, I'd like to. Can, can we say rest in peace, Jerry Stiller? One of the greats. Oh, yes. We lost yeah. Jerry Stiller this week. Um, a iconic TV dad. In in two, you know, obviously everyone knows him as, as Mr. Costanza Seinfeld. I, I watched a lot of King Queens, and I think that's a solid sitcom. It's and a, he was great. The King Queens is a good show, and he's great. Yeah, I, I think he's kind of as time's gone on, it's underrated. It Kevin James kind of became like a, a little bit of a punching je- uh, bag, but that that's a funny show. Yeah, it's a it's a really good show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, R.I.P. Jerry Stiller. Uh, have we done that? Oh yeah, we we did Zoolander two, which of course um, he was in. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I, I bet he should. I bet he's popped up a, a more than we've thought in in our uh, run of like a hundred and twenty movies we've done. And and he's always he always is like stealing the show, you know. Yeah, yeah. Very very funny man. Uh, Ninety four, I believe. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a life, so um, he is of a famous family. Um, he wasn't in this movie though, which is the movie we watched. Uh, still, I don't think anybody related to Ben Stiller. Maybe act alongside Ben Stiller though. Uh, we watched. Uh, oh, I still don't have it. What year did this movie come out? Uh, two thousand eleven. We watched two thousand eleven sequel to the two thousand nine film The Hangover. We watched The Hangover Part Two. Um, the Hangover uh, is a uh, it was a huge rated R comedy success. Uh, came out in two thousand nine, directed by Todd Phillips. Uh, it starred Bradley Cooper, Ed Helms, Zach Galifianakis, uh, Justin Bartha, who I don't feel like gets enough credit as being part of the the Hangover crew. Ken Jeong, Jeffrey Tambor. It's it's the story of a bachelor party uh, that goes wrong. Uh, wake up uh hover can't remember the night before and they've lost the groom and they have to recover him uh did you rewatch the hangover in preparation for uh this episode i did i did rewatch it yeah um what were your thoughts on the hangover uh maybe going like what do you remember what in 2009 if you can go back to that mindset and then rewatching it was there any differences did the movie change for you at all um he, i was so going back to the first time I watched that movie, uh, I mean, it was hysterical. Like, I don't... I, I hadn't laughed that hard in a movie in a long time. And that was even before I'd even been to Las Vegas in my life. Right. And um, so re-watching it, and I have seen it a handful of times, re-watching mm-hmm. it, I was actually pleasantly surprised on how funny I still found it. Um, yeah, I, 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 the laughs kept getting me. Galifianakis is at his prime. Um, Bradley Cooper plays a really good dick. You know, he's just a dickhead in these movies. Um, Ed Helms, I'm still like, mm, I think I can take it or leave it with Ed Helms. I, I don't think yeah. he needs to be in these movies. It could have been anyone playing that character. Uh, maybe Justin Bartha. Maybe they just swap. Yeah, let's get Justin. Could uh, better or worse if Ed Helms is John Krasinski? Uh, better. Is it better or worse if he's Rain Wilson? Ooh. I don't know. Rain Wilson's an interesting cat. He is, yeah. I mean, you know, his 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 non office stuff. So he's got an interesting. Yeah. Post office career, better or worse, if this is um, Stanley Hudson. Oh, better, way better. Yeah. <laughs> what? What if? The, yeah, the, that one was a joke. This one kind of serious. Uh, Craig Robinson. Oh man, that that would have been amazing. I could see him kind of playing, kind of like the 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 the, the weak dentist character that Ed Helms plays. Yeah, the, the, the pushover type. And he's got the same musical talents, you know. Yes, he can he does. still he can play the song uh, that Ed Holmes does. That's, that's true. Oh yeah. And also watching it, I, it it kind of made me just feel sad 
and and part of it is is due to the situation we're in with with COVID nineteen, and Vegas is just shut down, you know. Yeah. And I really like Vegas. I like going there. I've been there three times now. I have a blast every time. It's so much fun. And just watching this movie, it it was cool because I was like, yeah, kind of doing this like Vegas thing without actually going to Vegas by watching this. Um, but then I just felt sad about it too. Yeah. But the movie still, I, I still laughed hard. The, the, the jokes, I, even when I knew they were coming, I, I still, I, I loved it. Yeah, this was a movie in 2009. Um, I'm not a go to the theater multiple times guy. I Even movies I love. I will see it once. If I really loved it, I will buy it on DVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hangover was a movie I saw three times in theaters. And it was just because I kept telling my friends, oh, you got to see The Hangover. I will go with you because I want you to experience this hilarious movie as well. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I watched it a lot in 2009, 2009, 2010. Probably didn't watch it again. Um, and then uh, you and I, we went to Vegas in October and I threw it on like the night before. It was like while I was packing. Yeah, I was I remember like, I'm that. Yeah. And uh, same. It, it, you know, like all comedies, especially these kind of bro comedies that we saw a lot in like the 2000s, you know, you kind of see it's like, oh, you know, that wouldn't go today. But that, that's the same for any comedy. So there are kind of those grown like, oh, you know, you can't do that in 2019 or you can't say that or like we've moved past that. But 90 percent of the movie is still very funny to me. It is. It's yeah. very funny. Uh, and uh, so 2009, you know, I, I would have to do some deep research, but I'll crown I'll crown The Hangover one of the f- top five funniest movies of that decade. It ha- yeah, oh, I, I don't know what it's competing against, but just upon rewatch, I was like, this 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 is still a funny comedy. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people agreed with us uh, with their dollars. This movie had a $35 million budget. It grossed $467 million at the domestic box office. I want to say this was, um, it was kind of touted as maybe like the highest grossing R-rated comedy of all time during that run. Um, let's get down to what the what the critics thought. Uh, critical response. Critics enjoyed the movie. It has a 78% uh, rating on Rotten Tomato. Uh, you know, take it for what it is. Uh, the critical consensus is uh, with a clever script and hilarious interplay among the cast, Hangover nails just the right tone of raunchy humor and the nonstop laughs overshadow any flaw. And I agree. Yeah, absolutely. That, I guess with the, pl- like little, the plot's good roundup. Yeah. You know, it, 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 you know, this isn't a complicated story, and it really is just you go from joke to joke. Uh, and then kind of watching it, you know, you, you, you forget, like, like I, I know that in the face is from the hangover, but I forgot. I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. They have, they have to do this like whole stand up in front of these kids uh, <laughs> to get out of jail. And he, you know, he gets tasered in the face. Yeah. You know? That was, and, you know. that was one part I had completely forgot existed. And just the, 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 the kid, the, the little, the little kid and, and his, his little <laughs> thing with, with, uh, with, uh, uh, Alan, oh man! Yeah, they have the stare down, and <laughs> so funny, so funny. Yeah. So, uh, two years later, we get a sequel, I, and we get a sequel. And I want to say they announced. Let me. I have this in my notes. They announced the third movie before the second movie comes out. So, um, you know, they kind of knew this was going to be a trilogy. They knew this was going to be a big hit. 2011. Uh, so we go to rewatch the movie. Had you seen The Hangover Part Two before? Yes, I had. Okay. Going into this movie, what was your what did you remember, what was your expectations kind of rewatching it for the for the show? I remember it being forgettable. Yeah. Um, I I also I I in my mind I was like oh, all I do is recycle shit. It's just a recycled yeah. movie. Um, so that was kind of my mindset going in. I was absolutely expecting complete and utter failure and me being absolutely bored for an hour 40 or whatever the runtime is yeah uh hour 41 i believe uh yeah kind of say i feel like this was my example when we were doing as we do the show and we do a comedy i feel like the hangover 2 is my go-to example of like oh you can't just do the hits you can't just recycle the same jokes 
you know, and that that's kind of what I thought about The Hangover 2. I, I think I saw this movie once. I don't think I liked it that much, and I've never revisited. So this was a movie where I was like, oh, maybe I was – it wasn't as bad as I remembered it. It was like maybe there was – there's some redeeming stuff about this movie, or maybe I just misremember, and this is actually a really funny movie. So we rewatch The Hangover. It comes out in 2011. Uh, the whole cast is back. Todd Phillips returns to direct. Bradley Cooper, Ed Helms, Zach Galifianakis. The great Justin Bartha returns. <laughs> Young. Uh, this time, it is Ed Helms' stew is getting married in Thailand. Um, he is taking precautions. Uh, he wants to have a nice bachelor brunch. But, of course, something goes wrong. Uh, they wake up uh, our wolf pack, Bradley Cooper, Ed Helms, Zach Galifianakis. They wake up, can't remember the night before, and this time they've lost the bride's brother in Thailand and have to retrace their steps and try to find him. Um, let's start with the good. What did you like about The Hangover Part 2? I enjoyed the setting. Um, a, new, a new city to explore. I know nothing about Bangkok. Uh, I don't know how accurate it the movie is, uh, and I don't know if I would. Um, it's just, uh, from what I understand, I feel like Bangkok is just a sprawling, you know, metropo met metropolis, you know. Yeah. Um, that's all I know about it. Or Vegas, like, I kind of know, I, I know, you know, when I'm watching the movie, I'm like, hey, I know where they are. I know exactly where they're standing right now. I've stood there, that kind of thing. Kind of like when you watch, it is nice, like, yeah. Oceans. We Oceans right, when up. you do get there and you're like, okay, I know these hotels. I know, yeah, you can get out to the desert, you know, 10 minutes out of yeah. Vegas. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I, I like the new setting, and um, I thought the setup was good of, of getting the, these guys back together. Yeah. Um, although, you know, a little disappointed, you know, it ends with Stu. You know, the first movie ends with Stu. Uh, breaking up with his kind of controlling uh, uh, girlfriend. He ends up with Jade. Uh, I'm bummed that uh, Heather Graham's character wasn't in this movie. That That's not the woman he was marrying. Yeah, that's an interesting choice. If, if that was... Maybe they couldn't get her signed or what? Uh, yeah. Or my thought was they, want, they, they knew they wanted to set this in Thailand. Yeah, and I, that's the thing. And so we're just trying to find... What, what's the easiest way to get to Thailand? Well, Stu's marrying a woman whose parents are from Thailand. Yeah, and you know, I kind of, I kind of appreciated that. Like, I like Heather Graham. I, I think she's she's very charismatic and and um, yeah. she 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 plays those funny little characters really well. And, and I like her, but I, I kind of I kind of almost like um like like that she's just not there and not she's 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 alluded to on a couple occasions, but yeah, but. I kind of think that's a good move. Like, uh, some some movies would try so hard to, to give you a reason why she isn't there. Yeah. That's true. Either they give you a lot of reasons why they don't, or uh, they make no reference to her at all. Yeah, or, or, so this, you know, at least there's a couple references. Yeah. Uh, Stu's, um, uh, you know, him keep go going back to prostitutes during these, uh, these blackouts. Um, comes back for him. Yeah, I mean, like, like let's talk a couple episodes ago when we talked about Godfather 2. Yeah. I mean, Tom Hagen's character is just, like, oddly gone. And, and you know, I mean, it was a three-hour movie. I didn't catch every line, but you and I discussed... I don't think it's referenced at all where he is. Yeah, and, and the fact that it's not referenced just makes it seem so odd and, and awkward. Um, it kind of sticks out more by not referencing Yeah, it. yeah. And, and this movie doesn't seem as annoying to me and I and even you know the end of hangover one Stu's like hey how about I come back and we go on a real date and yeah. stuff and so you're thinking oh Stu's getting married he must be getting married to to this this the, the call girl from the first one but no right. they it's not it's a different thing and they mention her but you know I don't know it just seemed like they did it well yeah yeah um I just meant more for him personally, you know, his, his character arc. Uh, though, they do do a thing, uh, which, or they did avoid a thing, which I, which I do hate with um, movies, especially sequels, is where a character has a character arc where at the end of it, he, he comes out better, which Stu definitely has. You know, he, he is this 
he's one type of man, and then by the end of Hangover Two, he's different. And while de- while Stu is definitely uh, the uh, kind of nerd weak one of the group, it's not like he reverted back to Hangover One Stu. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's st- you know, it's like, oh, th- this guy did change from Hangover to Hangover 2. You know, this guy might play with, like, Bad Santa, which was like, we had Bad Santa, we had Bad Santa 2, and it's like, oh, they just, I mean, obviously Bad Santa, Billy Bob works the best, but no explanation. It's like, oh, this guy just, anything he learned in the first movie, it, it was just forgotten. Right, right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, so I watched this movie, and I, I watched Hangover 1 pretty recently. Uh, I saw Joker this year. Uh, I appreciate Todd Phillips' ability to put together a soundtrack. I actually really like the soundtrack to this movie, and I like the soundtrack to the first Hangover. I think this guy—I think he uses music very effectively in film. Yeah, that's that's a good point, Mark. You're you're right. Both both movies, um, you know, yeah. bobbing my head. We got the cool Kanye song or whatever is going on. Yeah, yeah, the Kanye song that, that that opens it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I don't know if he, I don't know if he's a Marty Scorsese. I don't know if I'm ready to put him there, but you know, he uses music very effectively. Um, and then I just, those three guys, I, I just, I, they have a very good chemistry on on screen. So true, yeah, so true. Yeah. Though I do feel bad for Doug. What do you think went into the decision to just be like he goes home, <laughs> the Bachelor night? starts and they all wake up hungover and Doug went home. I, I think it is kind of fun. I think it's a funny move because, yeah, you know, in the first one, it, you know, he's not, Doug's not in, Doug's not in the movie. He's no, just, yeah. but he was in the first one. I mean, he yeah. was a part of all the hijinks. He, he's, he's the plot device. He's, he's yeah. the MacGuffin to, to get these guys to go through this, uh, you know, comedy of errors right. is trying yeah. to recover Doug. And so, yeah, and, and I think, I, I think it's just another kind of funny move that, um, in a, in a, in a smart move with the script of like, yeah, he just went, he just, he went, he went to bed. I feel bad for Doug. You know, at the end of the movie, they do the same thing that the end of hangover one did, which is, you know, they find the camera. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we're going to walk, we're going to look at this and we're going to delete it. And Doug's like, all right guys, we're, I think he's actually the one who says, and then we delete it forever. I was like, Doug, you weren't even there. <laughs> you went home. Ah, I feel I feel bad for Doug. I don't feel bad uh, for Doug. I, I feel like <laughs> Doug didn't get the shit kicked out of him. That's didn't true. Use any appendages? I mean, yeah. he just went home and went to bed. Yeah, he went home, went to bed, woke up. He got to hear their, you know, had a great breakfast stories. in the morning. Yeah. You know, probably went swimming. Had a, had yeah. a nice little day. He got to enjoy the resort. That's that's true. Yeah. Maybe, I, maybe I shouldn't feel bad for Doug. Um, I you know I feel bad for for the actor John Bartha. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> and that he's part of the Hangover movies is like, uh, it's really about these three guys. <laughs> and even in the even in the opening credits, it's with Justin Bartha or and oh, just, and yeah. Justin Bartha. <laughs> I, I, I feel even worse. I got his name wrong. Uh, and then uh, you know, as you said, you know. Uh, the first one is peak Zach Galifianakis, and in this movie, he's he, Al, the character Alan makes me laugh. It's such a good, well-conceived character. Yeah, and I, and I, you know, I've seen some of Zach Galifianakis' stand-up, um, uh-huh. and a lot of that is, you know, injected into this character. Um, but gosh, no one else could do it. No one else could be yeah. that guy. Yeah, he just has, you know, it's not just like the, you know, like, he, I think people remember, like, you know, the first movie, you know, uh, him wearing the baby, you know, him him getting punched in the face by Tyson, a lot of the physical stuff, like, gross stuff. Uh, he also just has a lot of, like, funny things. Yeah. Just little things. You know, he's giving each to, to Sue. And or uh, you know, Mike Tyson shows up at the end of this movie, and it's uh, he he tells Stu, he's like, you know, you're you're my third, you're my third fa- uh, best friend, <laughs> or my third favorite best friend, just a little thing like that. Or he, when he's giving the password to uh, Ken Jung's character Chow, and he says K as in knife. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny. It's just a nice little Damn. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, we kind of talked about this, but just the changes that worked 
best for this movie. I do like the setting. Of, I, I like that it wasn't a return to Vegas. That for a movie that I do think does recycle a lot of jokes, that at least they didn't return to Vegas and they, they changed setting. I think Thailand worked as a very fun setting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Um, what did you, what, th- didn't you, what'd you think yeah, about Ken, Ken Jong's expanded role? I, you know, I have this in what I didn't like or what necessarily didn't work for me is I think the character Chow is like Alan. I feel like you could give him a bigger role and it doesn't show the weaknesses where I feel like Chow is perfect in just small dose. Okay. I think when they gave him too much to do, I didn't like it as much. Yeah. It, it kind of, it was, um, an overbearing tone. Yeah. It's um, just like his crazy voice he does. And then I, I'm, I'm also kind of like, are, when are we going to be at the point where like, I just, I don't like, and, and, and it's the character. It's not the guy, but like just the way he's acting like with ra- like saying racial things and stuff. Yeah. Like when are we going to just quit letting anyone do that? Right. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, because I don't, I don't like that stuff, and I don't, but, but for some reason in society, we're like, well, he's an Asian guy, so, so he can say it, and, and, part of it I know is the character, but it is something to do with the writing too and the script, and, I, and I'm like, ah, we can tone dial this stuff back. Yeah, and I do think you know, and I think Chow is a character that you know. So Todd Phillips did the uh, did Joker. I think he kind of got a little trouble, or people kind of looked at him differently because he gave a thing about not being able to do that. He couldn't do a comedy in 2019 because of, like PC culture. But I think this, I think this is a character, or this is an example of like Todd Phillips' kind of insensitive writing, or you know kind of maybe bro humor where it's like oh you know this asian guy and you know he, he, one he has this very this accent and but he's saying the things he says and it's yeah. just like uh eh. it, it, it's a this is a thing where i watch it 10 years later i go it, yeah it, it's kind of uh cringy now yeah yeah and probably in 2011 i probably in this probably chow is just too much uh, yeah i think that was uh, that's for me that's part of it is chow chow's too much in this yeah. I mean, there's some really good, there's some really funny scenes with Chow, but, um, yeah, I don't know, just over, just because yeah. you know, I, I, you know, one could argue, uh, you know, the actor uh, Brian Callen doing his um, wherever Eddie and Eddie's brother is supposed to be from, or I guess that's not his brother, but uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the 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 strip club owner, you know. It, is that it or not? Right. But it's, yeah. It's small. It's it's so, you know it's such a small, it, it's a small bit. We're gonna be a third. Um, plays a big role. And I'm like you know what? This is a little lot. <laughs> You're over. But guy claims his screen time. We he works perfectly with three. It's like when they made Sean Figgins an every year. This is beyond all. You know this. Um, so I you know so we can talk about Chow. So that kind of leads us into like what didn't work. What what didn't you like about The Hangover? part two um i mean i guess it was it, it was chow um there, there is there is some maybe the you know it, the jokes weren't recycled as literally as i remembered right um, and, and in all honesty like after watching this i was like that movie is not near as bad as i recall uh-huh. um but the the pacing and stuff the setup and everything you know they wake up in this hotel room or wherever they are so there is just you know we, we got the positive of this new setting but then oh, okay after that it is just recycling the action sequences and stuff uh, minus the tiger i guess yeah yeah i felt like once alan confesses that he drugged them again yeah uh there was who knows how long the stretch was but i feel like he confesses they go they do another song they i was like 
this 10 minute stretch is probably why I say this movie just recycles the jokes. It, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is, it's, there was just it doesn't really recycle yeah. the jokes as much as it recycles the outline. Right. Yeah, and yeah, because I was into the movie, you know, I was like, oh, this isn't the same. Like they're doing enough different that this this is a different comedy. And then they just had this stretch where it followed the exact outline of the first one where I was like, oh, this is why I have this memory of like, oh, it's just the same movie. Alan drugs them again. They do the song. They end up in the same, you know, this, this trade-off for, uh, you know, getting the person, you know, at, in this one, it's Teddy. In the first one, it's, you know, this trade-off for Doug, but it's a, it's a case of mistaken identity again. Yeah, or Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so that just a, wasn't as strong. It Maybe not recycling, but just kind of like calling back, like, oh, this worked so well in the first one, and not again in the second one. Uh, I think an unnecessary Mike Tyson appearance. Absolutely, absolutely unneeded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess you need him there to make. I, I'm not against Mike Tyson appearing in the movie because I do like that he comments on Stu's face tattoo. Yeah, that's. But he doesn't need to be the way he's used. Didn't work at all for me. I him showing up and singing a song. I just. And then them talking to him after there, there was just nothing funny about that. Yeah. Four Why can't stretch. he just be a guest? Why can't he just been yeah. like, yeah, Stu invited him on a whim and he came. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or, or, or yeah, they, they, they run into him again yeah. and in Thailand and Stu gets the tattoo and they have like a funny interaction. But yeah, this is another one. Mike Tyson needed to be there for 30 seconds. He was there for four yeah. minutes. It, it was just too much. Uh, yeah. This movie, uh, The Hangover Part Two. Uh, oh, where is my? Uh, you know, I, I still have my Baldwin family uh, page. <laughs> Let me look up uh, some information about The Hangover Part Two. Uh, this is all received by the. Uh, you want to take a guess at what what, what they would give us on the run, Dustor? Oh, like maybe a forty or something. Thirty-three. Thirty-three percent. Uh, the site's critical consensus reads uh, a crueler, darker, raunchier carbon copy of the first installment. The Hangover Part 2 lacks the element of surprise and most of the joy that helped make the original a hit. It is, yeah, you know, it is yeah, it is darker, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, yeah I'd say much darker. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, uh, you know the, the, the things Stu goes through in this movie. I mean, they, they, you know, they definitely go places. Yeah, they do. Raunchier and darker, uh, darker, yeah. Um, you know, I I don't know if it's necessarily the element of surprise or losing joy. This movie also just doesn't have those great moral scenes or lines. Um, you know, people could still recite things that happen in The Hangover, and it just there's nothing in two. I really think stand out, and I think part of it is by following some of the similar beats, maybe I just look at it and go, oh, but there's a funnier version of that in the first one. Yeah, I mean, I think the, there was there was two moments that I might go on after rewatching it, remembering, uh -huh. and one was when they first walk in, when they, for some, it's something funny to me about a, a kid getting a tattoo, and, and yeah. the, tattoo, the tattoo artist being like, this kid's got bigger balls than you. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, that and, and then just the one, um, the the scene with why did we steal a monkey? And this was the one thing I really liked that like Chow's like because we wanted coke and Ellen thought he was cute. Like just such a like an asinine reason to steal a monkey. <laughs> so those two things are gonna stick with me. But yeah, other than that, there's no like one-liners and no in the face, you know that kind of thing. Uh, I do enjoy it, and I, I did write it down. Was uh, K is in knife? I, I did like that. Yeah. And Alan does say something which is uh, made me laugh. He introduces himself to uh, the bride's father and goes, uh, uh, "I'm a stay-at-home son." Yes. <laughs> I, I just like that phrasing. I did like uh, Alan had a little more to do. I feel like Stu got uh, Ed Helms' character got a lot more to do as well. I really felt like it was uh, you know Stu's movie. Uh, yeah, it, him having to, yeah. to to become the man that uh, the bride's father could respect. Yeah, it was it was Stu's journey, for 
sure. Which is interesting. Uh, you know, I kind of looked at all these guys' IMDb's, and these guys were all just kind of, you know, it's not like Bradley Cooper was, uh, you know, American Sniper and a star is born Bradley Cooper. Uh, I think Zach Galifianakis was kind of, after Hangover 1, he kind of goes on his run of, of starring in comedies. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just in it, you know, you'll back on it 10 years later. Like, oh, maybe this should have been the Bradley Cooper. Movie. Yeah, you know, it could be. It could be. Yeah. Um, this movie, let's go and see what the box has. So, obviously, the third movie gets announced before the second one even comes out. Uh, the second one, maybe a bigger hit than the first one. It, it doubled its uh, budget from $45 million, but it grossed $586 million domestically. So, uh, still a huge hit. Yeah, it's some um, money. Yeah, uh, and then of course a third movie comes out um, after. Let's see the, the third movie. Does it say when it's followed up? Is it just two years later we get the third? So I, you know, until I, um, I had, I wasn't sure if there was a third, and I think maybe I just all out hated the second so much back in the day. I was like, I'm not watching another one. Yeah. But after watching the second one again, on, on all honesty, it wasn't as bad as I remember. It's not good. It, it's, it's, it's nowhere close to the first one. But part right. of me is like, maybe I should check out the third one. Yeah, I had kind of the same thought. I watched it. I go, same thing. Not as bad as I remember. I did not think this was good. But if anything, I left the second one curious about the third one. Yeah, yeah, I'm like I'm. I, I almost feel like was it like a Ocean's Twelve Thirty Five? Something comes out and it's, you know, does the cast and the writer say, oh, we uh, we we know the second, so here's our attempt ourselves with a third. Right, we're gonna fix it. <laughs> and I I think I I don't think I've ever seen the third movie. Yeah, like I I wasn't I wasn't sure. I was like I think there's a third, but I'm not sure if there's a yeah. third. Maybe it didn't happen. But now that I know it is really a thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We might have we might have to put it on the calendar because I, I I'd be interested to watch the third. I, would too. I need some time to 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 digest the Hangover Part Two, but I, I think I'd be interested to see how how the trilogy shapes up. So we, so you know typically I, I, I normally ask, does this movie need a sequel? I feel like you and I both walked away from the second saying knowing there was a third, like I watched the one. Uh, yep, I'm, I'm I'm agreeing. I I I want um, I want to see this through now. <laughs> yeah. Um, would you like to see in 2020 movies get made again? They announce Hangover Part Four. Bradley Cooper, Ed Helms, Zach Alvinakis, the great Justin Bartha all return for a fourth movie. Um, without having this seen, was not seeing the third one. Not yeah. having seen the third one, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. I, I I just feel like the the like you mentioned, those three guys have this real good chemistry, and Maybe it wasn't quite up to par. The movie wasn't quite up to par, but those those guys are good together, and I wouldn't mind seeing them on the screen as those characters. I agree. Yeah, I I, I like their mystery. I like those three guys together. Um, it would also be interesting just at the stage of all their careers of what Bradley Cooper kind of went on to be. Exactly. And, yes. Like how does and that even Todd Phillips, out? Todd Phillips going from the hangover to like just directing the Joker. Right. This is his follow up to the Joker. Uh, Zach Galifianakis. Uh, you know, he, I feel like he's kind of gone away. He pops up in things here and there. I haven't seen the between two ferns movies. Um, but yeah, it really just Bradley Cooper returning to this role and, uh, Todd Phillips returning to direct it yeah. of what they could do. I really like the way, um, you know, so I, I didn't, doesn't necessarily like the hangover too. I like the way it looks. I think it's a really good looking film. Yeah. It's, it's photographed nicely. Yeah. It doesn't look like a comedy. I, I really like the setting of Thailand. I like how kind of dark it is. And, and everyone's sweaty and covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> you know, th this movie, you, you can put shots of this and shots of extraction up against each other. I just like that yeah. as a comedy, this doesn't look like Anchorman. You know, it doesn't look like... It's on some um, set. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not on yeah, some exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, I really appreciated uh, just visually how this looks. I like the sound. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see another one. What about a remake? A, a, a younger cast comes in to replace the Wolfpack. 
Oh man, I don't I don't think we're there yet, Mark. I'm gonna say no. Is Clark Duke ready to replace Zach Galifianakis as Allen? No. <laughs> this question gets tougher and tougher because especially when we do comedies. Uh because I honestly don't feel like I can name funny people in in 2020, especially younger people. Me either. I can't. Yeah, I, I don't know who Zach Galifianakis is now. Uh, maybe I just need to watch more stand up. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't think I, the I, remake I would work for me. Yeah. At this point. It is. Yeah. Look at that. What, uh, what it was what was going to be the the Stranger Things kids, Stranger Things Vegas. <laughs> Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he he he's the new Bradley Cooper. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. You, you grab you grab you grab him. You grab a couple Stranger Things kids. You grab a couple It kids. You throw them all together. You shake it up. You see what comes out. That um, that scene with Bradley Cooper in the at the IHOP, and he's losing his yeah. marbles, and he's got his baby and the diaper bag. That's pretty yes. damn funny. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to. You know, I'd be interested in the third one and definitely the fourth one. Uh, I feel like uh, what is his uh, what's his character's name? Uh, there's Alan, Stu, and uh, Phil. 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 Yeah, I'm ready for a Phil movie. I, I he plays such a great asshole. And I love this little dynamic. You you get it just at the end of the first one and the beginning part of the second one of like he's this great asshole, but he's also this family man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He has a wife. He has a kid. He's a school teacher. You know, it, it kind of reminds me of like we go on that whitewater rafting trip. Yeah. And there's all these like sixty-year-old guys that is their one weekend a year. They break away from the family and they just go fucking nuts there. You know. Yes. It kind of reminds me. He wants. He's got it. He needs his weekend. He needs his weekend away from the wife and kid. And he's been looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. None of those guys are Bradley Cooper cool, though. It's, it's, no, not even close. Yeah. Not even close. It's, it's just that, that little difference between our crew and the wolf pack. Yeah, yeah. Hang <laughs> uh, or did we? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say we did need it, Mark. We, uh, the Hangover was a masterpiece of comedy. We needed to, we need to see if they could re... Just, we needed to know if they could recapture that clip. It's an interesting because I would honestly say I don't know if anybody's going to put on Hangover Part 2 and enjoy it as much as if they could just watch The Hangover. But I like that these characters continue. Yep, I'm... I'm like, I don't ever... I agree. I, I can see myself watching The Hangover again within the next couple years. I just don't know if I'm ever going to read The Hangover again. But I'm glad these three guys get to uh, more adventure. Hey, you know, can you watch it again as a like? Oh, let's watch a Hangover then. You know what? Hangover Two is not that bad. Let's just throw it on. Or when we're getting ready for our Thailand trip. Yes, obviously when like, we go to Bangkok, we will be watching yeah. this. Like, gotta throw on the Hangover Part Two. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. I think I think we both say yeah, yeah. I'm, we need it, but it's also not good. It's not a good movie. Yep. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a weird, but you know, that that's the beauty of that question. Well, what does it even mean? <laughs> we could give it a star rating. This, this movie's probably like a, a, a two star for me. Mark, but you've asked me to... In the world. You've asked me that question hundred and something times now. Yeah. And I'm always confounded by it every time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, like a, it's like a philosophical question. Like, they could teach that in philosophy class. Just at the end. Did you need it? Yeah, like, exactly. What is need? I don't know what need it means. Um, yeah. If you have thoughts on uh, The Hangover Part 2, uh, you can email us, dbtgpodcast.com, or find us on Twitter, and us a tweet. If you, if you want us to rush Part 3, let us know. Um, we'll see. We'll, we'll get on the schedule at some point. Uh, if, if you think, uh, you know, I want to I find a game like The Hangover 2 better. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, the, the college bro who just goes around quoting only Hangover Part Two. <laughs> uh, and that's just because his parents took him to Thailand when he was sixteen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, let us let us know if you want to do that. We do already have uh, our next slate of movies picked out. We're we're gonna we're gonna help you out. We're gonna watch some movies that are new to VOD this year. Uh, while everyone's stuck in home, we're gonna watch. Uh, the Jesus Rolls, a spinoff of the Big Lebowski movie. 
Are the Coen brothers involved at all? I didn't see. Uh, so it is directed by John Turturro. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they're producers. Okay, yeah, get that, get that executive producer credit. Yeah, uh, but how much hands-on are they? I don't know. We'll have to find out when we watch. Um, see how much of that Coen brothers, uh, you know, uh, style is is involved in the movie. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be watching next week. So if you want to. Uh, uh, get ahead of us. You can uh, rent that movie. It's on Amazon Prime, Google, everywhere you watch movies. Um, you, you can rent that or wait for us to tell you if it's worth renting. I, I like the idea of people watching it and then listening to the show and they're just yelling, you know, when they're listening to the, to the podcast, just yelling at us for being so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was that guy who, who, who was like, oh, they're doing the hangover. And then they listen. They go, "Hangover Two is the far superior movie." You jerks! <laughs> you know nothing of film. Incels. This was Todd Phillips' masterpiece. This was his his, his opus. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week with uh, the Jesus rolls. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guy in Sequel and Remix. Hang in there, everybody. We're gonna get through it. <laughs> we love to party.